Welcome to Alphabet Fly and Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests where we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse, and with me today is someone who is very enchanting and also has purple skin, Maudie! <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having yeah, me. So, uh, but yeah, so today we have Maudie here. Um, listen to an episode forever ago. At this point, we had uh, their normal podcast part- partner, uh, Jess, on. And they both yeah. do uh, uh, Femme Detail, which is, they talk about spooky stuff. Yes, indeed we do. Spooky stuff, history, murder, conspiracy. The only, the, the only rule is it has to be weird, bad, or spooky. Today, we are going to be talking about someone named Persuasion. If you want to make a character called Persuasion, what is the name and power combination that their name already is. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming they have the power to compel. Yes, they do. Um, and uh, they're also a lady, and you might be like, wow, that's a fashionable 80s lady. Yeah, she looks like Cindy yeah, Lopo. You might be like, wow, that's like a fashionable 80s white lady. Guess what? You're wrong. She's purple. Oh. I just have a black and white book, so, you know. Um, but, yeah, she's purple. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, her real name is uh, is Kara uh, Kilgrave. Kara Kilgrave. Yeah. She is a student and adventurer. Her identity is publicly known. She's a citizen of, the, of Canada with no criminal record, still a minor. And her other alias is the Purple Girl. Okay. So, is she, like... In in the Marvel canon, is she someone who? Because you know how some people, some of the, the the superheroes, they acquire their abilities, and some of them it's just sort of innate. Yeah. So does she like have sort of a formative experience where she becomes persuasion? Not really. She's kind of born that way. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so her a place of birth is Toronto, Canada. She's single, mm-hmm. thank God. Marital status, you know. So she's not married as a minor. That's good. Now, her father yeah. is Zebediah Kilgrave, who is dead. And Zebediah Kilgrave yeah. is Purple Man, who it was originally a Daredevil villain, but featured really heavily as the origin, as uh, very heavily in the origin of Jessica Jones. Oh, okay. All right. So everything's falling into place now. And, and he's played in the, the TV show. He's played yeah, by David Tennant. Did he knocked it out of the park? Like that, that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So it's it's the the power of persuasion can be used for very naughty behavior. Yeah, I'm, I mean, as it, evidence, it, it normally is. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't say with any confidence that if I had that ability, that I wouldn't just be a complete oh, menace to I've, society. I've said it once. I've said it again. I don't care how, if I ever get a superpower, no matter how minor it is, I'm gonna be a villain like almost immediately. Like, there's no reason for me to be a hero. I took um I took Jess to go and see my sister. She was visiting my parents because I live in the same town as my parents, and um I basically showed Jess around the house that I lived in when I was a teenager, and I was sort of like, so this is my supervillain origin story. It's like you you, you can sort of see, <laughs> <laughs> like just 
<laughs> doesn't take a lot of imagination. Nah. Well, uh, her mother is uh, Melanie Kilgrave, and she is alive. Um, she is a member of she's a member of Beta and Gamma Flight, and ally of Alpha Flight, and uh, was born in. Wait, nope, I already said that. And her first appearance was um, Alpha Flight issue number forty-one. It ain't easy being purple in December mm. nineteen eighty-six, and I. That would explain why she looks like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, then. of course. Also, it's just because uh, people at that time knew how to really draw fashionable, a fashionable teen. Yeah, mm. I, I sent a link to the uh, to what the cover looks like. Um, so we let me see. So we have uh, North Star, who is a uh, proof that you can be both gay and boring. Um, <laughs> and he's uh, he's punching a. Gator. It looks like in the mouth, and I'm gonna be real honest. Not a good idea. There's so much other spots you could punch a gator in, like their eye. I always was told the eye. Yeah. Also, also like you can like you can basically hold a gator's mouth shut. All their all like they put all their bite force. They put all their strength in a bite force, not not the other stuff. But North Star is uh, punching a gator, and Purple Girl is just kind of in the background, being like, "Oh no." She has got some sick bangles yeah. on. And, yeah. I don't know. How old is she meant to be? Um, I imagine teen, so probably like 15 to 17, most likely. Okay. I'm going to choose to believe that she's 18. Oh, no, because you're not yeah. a minor then. I'm choosing to believe that she's 17 and 364 days old because the way that they've put her bosoms to the fore front is inappropriate um, i mean that's uh that's 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 how they that's how they do it mm. so um so yeah but okay sorry i didn't describe the rest of it yeah they're in the water and uh it looks like it's sunset i want to say sunset yeah. it looks like they're sort of in like the florida keys i think they're in there because they're canadian based and have of alpha flight Oh, sorry. Like three people in Alpha Flight can barely fight outside of Canada. So okay. Um, but so roughly fourteen years ago. Oh, apparently she's about fourteen years ago. I mean, fourteen years. I mean, she can easily be in her twenties with how they draw. But uh, comic artists, a lot of them, famously don't know how to draw young people. Okay. Sometimes they try to draw a baby Why is that? because all they draw is like adults, like big jacked adults, and like. Like uh, some t- so they they'll they'll draw like a buff toddler. Yeah, no, they'll draw like a toddler. It just looks like a man, but smaller, and it's real funny. <laughs> like back then, back I, um, then, like I think nowadays, like people are a little bit more well rounded. But like, there's a long time. Some people just can't draw like a like a child. It's like how you look at the um like those medieval paintings, and you look at a baby, and it's like it's not even a baby. It's just like a little homunculus. <laughs> That looks like a, a cigar with a face. Like Yeah. Um, but yeah, but about 14 years ago, a young lady uh, named Melanie encounters Ebedak Kilgrave, the criminal known as Purple Man, in a bar in Buffalo, New York. Kilgrave had the superhuman power to compel other people to obey his will. Apparently, contrary to previous accounts, Kilgrave gained his power many years before his first encounter with his nemesis, the costume crime fighter Daredevil. Mm. Uh, struck with her beauty and acting on a whim, he used his human powers to induce 
Melanie to marry him, aka force all the bad stuff. Okay, I don't think. Yeah, I think any sort of um, I think any marriage license that was signed under the coercive powers of superhero or supervillain uh action would would be void. So here's the other thing, though. I can name at least five people who can be perfect genetic copies of another person in the Marvel Universe. And that's not even including clones. Okay. Or mind control. Or post-hypnotic suggestion. Or alternate universe versions of you. Or evil alternate universes versions of you. Okay. So, I think contract law and also habeas corpus, at least in America... Um, is impossible to inflict. It's yeah. It it's lost a bit of its um, a bit of its legal yeah, power. Yeah, because you can just say like, yeah, well, a mutant turned into me and did all of that stuff, and then be like, can yeah. you prove it? Can you prove it? <laughs> all I know is that I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember. I don't remember <sighs> five days of my life. I must have been mind controlled. <clears throat> So, so it's it it is like a literal. So it's sort of like like the thing that they do in the Colombian cartels with the scopolamine, where it's like you literally have no sort of executive function, and you're just a zombie that does that does. So, so it's it's there's no like internal struggle where you're like, oh, I'm being compelled to do this thing. Oh wait, no, but I'm good, so I don't want to do that. Like you're just not there. Yeah, I mean, it could be it. Your mind yeah. could have been sent. Uh, your mind, your your mind could have been sent to hell, but then a demon took over your body. Okay. I mean, there's so many different that. things that would invalidate any legal case. And why why limit yourself? I know, like <laughs> what? I mean, they have a lot of fun with this in some of the She-Hulk comics. Because um, you know how you know how whenever someone's being exorcised in a film. It's always like they're. It's like oh, you know, you have to fight the evil demon that's controlling you. Blah blah blah. So yeah, I'm thinking like it'd, it'd be interesting with the sort of the the Kilgrave effect where it's like you know, I wonder how much of it is like you just not yourself. Well, we'll never know. Sometimes, sometimes you'll. Uh, <laughs> sometimes a uh, psychic influence from an amulet you're wearing will be influencing. All your actions. Yeah. There's just a lot of stuff that invalidates almost everything in a legal case. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, um, Kilgrave, wait, um, uh, as time passed, Kilgrave fell in love with Melanie and uh, released her from his control and hoped that she would truly love him as well. Instead, she was horrified by what he had done to her and she fled to Toronto, Canada. She was already pregnant. As you would I, be. I mean, it's, okay. I mean, what else do you think? That is just that is just a like real privilege. <laughs> you just just like, oh, I love you. Don't you? She he releases her from the spell and thinks that she's just gonna be like, oh, well, it's cool. I, you know, this is this is a totally chill situation. That's just bizarre. Yeah. Well, uh, good news. When she went to Toronto and she was pregnant. Um, uh, Kara just came out white, like a normal baby, just a little white baby, you know, like the things that like a lot of people okay. say there's not enough of for some reason. I don't know. Maybe they're Nazis. <laughs> um, however, one day Kara 
When Kara was 13, her body turned purple just like her father's. Simultaneously, she developed her father's abilities to control minds. Melanie was then told that her uh, father was the purple man. Clara now, Kara now regarded herself as a freak. Well, you don't need to because I everyone mean, could be bent to your will. So, I wonder if I wonder if when Melanie had the baby, she would always be sort of given at the side eye, being like, "Are you going to try and control my mind to like let you watch more cartoons or something?" I mean, well, that would be my my main concern if I if I had given birth to a baby that was fathered by that motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Soon afterwards, Clara. I want to say Clara each time. It's just Kara. Soon afterwards, Kara encounter North Star, a member of the Canadian team of superhuman adventurers known as Alpha Flight. Uh, Kara used her power to uh, to put North Star under her control and had him bring her to meet the other members of Alpha Flight. But learning that Alpha okay. Flight might, but fearing, sorry, not learning. Wow, that'd be real. Real change. Um, but fearing that Alpha Fl- uh, Alpha Flight might uh, kill her, she fled, forcing one of the members, uh, Madison Jeffries, to fly her to Toronto. Okay. Uh, there, she and Jeffries were captured by a man known as the Auctioneer, who used drugs to control Kara. Jeffries was already under Kara's control. Um, the Auctioneer had an auction, surprise, uh, at which he attempted to sell the service of... Uh, Kara and Jeffries, the highest bidder, Kara overcame the effects of the drugs and de- uh, defied. Oh, I was about to read that as defiled. Wow. That was... <laughs> the difference between defied and defile is one letter. <laughs> so, you use the word services. I don't know. What does that mean? I'm just going to assume the worst because this is Alpha Flight. Apparently, they just go for the worst each time. <coughs> Uh, they. Uh, I regret <laughs> naming my podcast Alpha Bet Flight sometimes. Every time I talk about Alpha Flight, let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> there was definitely going to be some like sex trafficking or something going on. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah. But she defied the auctioneer who retaliated by selling her in a synthetic material. But as a result, Jeffrey Jeffrey's were freed by uh, from Kara's control, and he uses powers over metal to battle the auctioneer and his cohorts. The rest of Alpha Flight then came to the rescue. Uh, Alpha Flight decided to make uh, Kara one of their trainees, hence she became a member uh, of the training team, Beta Flight. Carl, okay. not Carl, why do I want to say everything but her name? Uh, Kara had <laughs> many adventures with Alpha Flight and was known as Purple Girl. Eventually, however, uh, Kara, tired of this active life, went home to her mother, taking her friends Laura Dean and her latter twin sister Goblin with her. More recently, though, Kara had returned as a member of Alpha Flight's backup team Gamma Flight when she uh, she also taken the uh, new new name of Persuasion. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so she's a five, five, six and a half. So she's taller than me. She is as tall as me. Um, she weighs. Why are they doing this? I do not know why they. I like. I think they just get fancy sometimes because her weight is uh one no one oh seven and three eighths pounds. Which is like, I don't know, like a stone. I don't know how to measure stuff outside of the empirical. 
Um, probably like. Uh, I don't. I I know. Like I know because we think in kilos. Fifty kilos? No. It's it's one. What was it? One oh five. Yeah, one one oh seven. So I think it's like a little over two points four. I want to say pounds per kilo. And I, I don't. Ha- I mean, obviously, I don't have the internet in front of me, so I can't search it up. If if she's five foot six, then she's very slender. She, she is very slender. Um, she has uh, purple eyes, purple hair, and purple skin. Okay. So she's kind of like a musk stick. Just walking sure. around. That's a thing that I understood. It's a, it's, a type of, it's a type of sweet in Australia. They're like a long sort of pinky purpley um, bendy thing. They're really good. Okay. You, you described anywhere from pool noodles to... <laughs> they, they taste like... Surely you have musk flavored lifesavers in America. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. We are on a different planet right now. See, all musk means to me is like a smell. The the deer anus type thing. I mean, like, don't they have like a? Well, well, that's 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 what vanilla flavoring was made out for the longest time. Yeah, deer anus. No, it was it was beaver anus. Oh, that's and not right, that yeah. it was anal glands, which also like people should get over where flavorings mm-hmm. come from. Like, sure, is is the red come from beetles sometimes? Yeah, but guess what? It wasn't disgusting until you found out. So, like, maybe it doesn't kill. Maybe it's not disgusting, and you're just a little a little piss baby. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're just a little <laughs> piss baby. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, someone had to explain to me today what saltwater taffy was. I had no idea. I'd never heard of it before. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Like, I, 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 I thought that it was literally just salt-flavored molasses-type thing. Okay, sorry. I just love that drop so much. <laughs> I, okay, but, uh, but yeah, so she does moderate exercise, and she can basically sap people's wills by making her able to command people with simple verbal uh, suggestion. Mm-hmm. She basically uses like uh, pheromones and other secretion in her skins uh, to produce like psychoactive uh, chemicals, which can then be inhaled by another person in a vicinity and absorbed through the air. Okay, uh, through from the air through that person's skin, and the chemicals induce the people to like they get like monomania, which which basically makes them. Which basically makes them have no will at all. So, so when she controls somebody, they literally can't think of anything else but the thing that she wants them to Pretty do. Pretty much. Okay, that's terrifying. Yeah, and and then her mind basically is able to like kind of sync up with those chemicals yeah. and other people. Uh, she can subjugate as many people that is present uh, within atmospheric contact. Um. So basically, closed system room or building is just like everyone's under my control now. Yeah. Mm. So if theoretically, if she put like if say she she put some of her um, magic mind control powder into like the air conditioning system, she could make everyone, you know, do like does it does it have a limited radius? It's atmospheric contact, so I guess it would have to be. I guess. I mean, I guess it would be limited by uh, the how far she can spread her stuff, uh, uh, the the chemicals, which, as we know, 
could be pretty far. And the level of exposure, presumably. Yeah. And do different are different people more susceptible? I imagine so, but it, I guess I guess people who are resistant to mind control in the first place would be harder control. Um, I yeah. do know that certain characters have training against mind control stuff, and I imagine psychics, certain psychics will have, well, sorry, certain psionic people have uh, mental guards up that that are kind of like mm-hmm. firewalls, basically. For people kind of control them, and I guess some technology mm-hmm. would also maybe block it out. Yeah. I guess, um, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, any shielding, basically any shielding from uh from her psychoactive chemicals will like stop there. Will stop them. So if someone just like goes into water, it will store their will. So it's basically just like what's in the air around me. And that's and that's you know pretty much it. Oh, I guess she could sweat. I guess she could do like uh, gamer girl bathwater as well and control a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the water treatment plant and you you shake a little thing of dust into oh, it. Oh no no, they, they, no this like- is like pheromones and stuff. Oh okay. Yeah, so like her sweat would carry it. <clears throat> Ew. They see. Th- I'm just saying, like it. She has, she has a, a potential uh, audience in the future. Yeah, yeah. Game of Girl Bathwater. Yeah, she's got <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Okay. Um. Oh, apparently, apparently, the way her powers is different than the uh, another person. I mean, her father's is uh, their skin will get a purple twinge to them. When she's controlling them actively, so the 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 mark will start to look a bit purple. Yeah, when she's yeah, yeah. okay. That that's her. That's cool. Yeah, it reminds me of um. Did you ever watch the Misfits? Yeah, because you know how um, uh, Ant- Antonia Thomas's character when she touches people, they become very sexually attracted yeah. to her, and they get like the the black veiny thing happening. Sort of reminds me of that. Yeah, so it's a lot like that for the most part. Um, but yeah, that's about, that's about it. Uh, what, what do you have to plug? What do I have to plug? Oh, um, sorry, I didn't realize I had to do that. Uh, so, um, check out, uh, Femme Detail on Spotify. That's F-E-M-M-E-D-E-T-A-L-E, Femme Detail. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram. It's all Femme Detail. Um, our new episode is coming up soon. Um, hopefully looking to release it in the next week. It is about YouTubers. So we go into the weird, wacky, wonderful world of YouTube and just some fucking weird shit that we found. Um, Yeah, we we cover everything from hauntings, we do history, uh, crime, uh, cryptids, um, conspiracies. If if you're into the weird, the bad, and the spooky, Femme Detail is the podcast for you. Yeah. So, uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where uh, me and uh, my sometimes nemesis Fiona uh, will talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. Um, if you want to support uh, me monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash alphabetflight um, and, you know, give, give me some money, please. Uh, if you can... Uh, if you want to see the people we're talking about, you can always go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. 
And uh, it would also help if you rate reviews and subscribed and all that junk and your podcatcher of choice. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Hoover.